0: Welcome to Rose Colored Glasses, a podcast exploring the less spoken side of wellness where nothing is off the table. A place to get real and have uncomfortable conversations comfortably. Whether you're navigating big life changes, working on strengthening your intuition, your relationship with food or your body, your money mindset, or just trying to get closer to yourself and find more beauty in the everyday, you're in the right place. I'm your host, Shayla Curran, integrative women's health registered dietitian, holistic nutrition counselor, yoga teacher, and founder of Shayla Rose Nutrition. I'm also a Reiki healer, nature enthusiast, travel junkie, lover of sunrises and sunsets, and real human being. I was inspired to start this show from my own lived experience, conversations with friends, and the many hours spent with my clients holding space for their own stories. I have also spent years on my own health journey, healing my own relationship with food, tackling my own limiting beliefs, and navigating all kinds of relationships and breakups. I think that qualifies me to confidently say, we are all a work in progress and you are never alone in your experiences. So often clients will tell me, you're the only one I've shared this with. And while I'm so honored and inspired by these private moments, it's time to open up the conversation. I'm here to pull back the curtain and guide when I can, But maybe more importantly, I'm here to share and walk alongside you. This is a space for open and authentic discussion. And for many of these topics we'll be diving into, I am right there with you, figuring it out along the way. My goal is to hold space for these conversations so that we can all grow together. The rising tide lifts all boats. Let's normalize the normal and leave the stigma at the door. So with that, let's dive in. We have a lot to talk about. Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of Rose Colored Glasses. This is Shayla Curran, your host, and I'm so grateful that you're here. Thank you for tuning in. Maybe this is your first episode. If so, welcome. I'm so glad that you're here. And if you're back for another episode, per usual, I'm so glad that you're back. Thank you for being here. I know that podcasts are like all the rage lately and there are so many to choose from so I really don't take it lightly that you are choosing to spend some time in your ears with me today we have a solo episode it's just me and the mic I am like all cozied up we it's vibey as hell over here I've got a blanket space heater on my feet candle is going drinking some cacao so I'm excited to get into it Today's episode, we're going to be talking about navigating the discomfort that can come with evolving. Uh, the quantum crumble that comes with the quantum leap, if you will. This was inspired by, so. This past week was the one-year anniversary of me blowing up my life, and it was also the experience that inspired me sharing that post on Instagram that I have about how to take care of yourself when it feels like your life is on fire. Um, If you are new to me, if you don't follow me, it's pinned at the top of my Instagram page, so I shared that this week and said, you know, here we are one year later, In the moment when I was going through this, it literally was agonizing. It felt like the worst thing in the world. And now looking back, I truly just look back at that version of myself and feel really proud of her for like getting through a hard thing. And I know I'm not alone in that experience and what that was like for me. So I thought we would just talk about it together. We're going to keep this one short and sweet. It's going to be a little riffy and we'll just see where it goes. But hopefully this is helpful in any way. So I mentioned quantum leaping. If you're like, what the heck is quantum leaping? So if you look it up on in the internet, according to Merriam-Webster, to quantum leap is, um, or a quantum leap is an abrupt change, sudden increase, or dramatic advance. And so what that was for me pretty much last year when I blew up my life, I... Ended my long-term relationship. I got rid of my apartment. I moved out of the state. Um, went nomadic. Did did all the things, and it just was so many changes at once that my life was drastically different in a very short period of time. Even I, I it's so shocking to look back and be like, wow, that was only one year ago. Like my life was so massively different and it was only one year ago. It was a quantum leap, but with it came the quantum crumble, which I'll get to in a second. But if you are like new to the whole quantum physics type of world, and I I am not a quantum physics expert at all, um, but if you wanted to get a little bit more science-y with the definition According to PBS, the definition of a quantum leap or what's happening with a quantum leap, it says electrons and atoms jump randomly and instantaneously from one orbit or energy level to another without ever occupying the intervening space. So it's like, like if you're thinking about, and this is where we're getting a little woo woo here with stuff that I'm not even really super well versed in, but like jumping planes in terms of, you know, the universe and how they say there's so many different realities going on all at the same time. So quantum leaping is like you're up leveling very quickly or you're moving from one state of being to another very quickly. And so with that comes often a quantum crumble. And I just want to shout out my one of my old business coaches, Diana Davis. She is the first person who I heard that kind of term from. And pretty much it just means that when you are going through changes very quickly, if you are leveling up really quickly, a lot of times things need to fall apart around you in order to make space for those new things. In order to make space that are even more aligned, the things that are misaligned need to fall away. And I think it's very fitting that I'm recording this conversation when I am because it's fall and fall is all about, you know, letting go, leaves shedding, etc. So I would love to kind of just invite you to go through this episode with the lens of like, okay, what, what am I shedding right now? What am I letting go of? Or what could I be letting go of how, what maybe isn't serving me anymore Or is there anything in my life that is maybe no longer aligned that I am resisting, accepting, or letting go of? For me, there was a massive amount of resistance. I think that even just my brain was sort of in denial. As I mentioned in the episode last week, my body registered what was going on before my brain did. And I really give myself compassion for that. And if anyone else can really... I encourage you to do the same. The human mind will choose a familiar situation over an unfamiliar situation. Familiarity is safety. Or to clarify, familiarity is perceived as safety. We will choose an uncomfortable situation over a situation that is better than our wildest dreams, but it's unfamiliar. It's unknown. And just keeping that in mind, if you find yourself needing to make a decision or starting to feel like a friendship or an environment isn't feeling aligned anymore, but the change is a scary thought. Just remember that fear is a little bit of a safety mechanism and acknowledge that part of your brain. Continue to remind that part of you that you are going to be okay. I have a very distinct memory, and if you listened to the last episode with my friend Katie talking about intuition and embodiment, you may have heard a little bit of this. And if you haven't, this episode is honestly like a really nice compliment to that. So maybe you even go back and listen to that one first. But I have a distinct memory of you know, so I had mentioned in the, in that episode that my body registered that this quantum crumble needed to happen before my brain did, and I remember waking up one morning. And kind of the first time that I had this, like, oh, shit sort of moment. And I remember having the thought, please, God, don't let this be the quantum crumble. Because I could feel it starting around me. And I was, like, holding on to do, to this for, for dear life. Like, the, the state of my life at that time. And I mentioned this in the last episode as well. It was, like... I really, really tried to make that version of myself work, but the evolution was already happening and there was nothing that I could do to stop it. There was no turning back. And in my case, I was making the conscious decision to blow up my life. But a lot of times people will also have quantum crumbles that maybe aren't at their conscious free will, right? If you start to level up a little bit and you are not taking the action to remove the things that are no longer aligned or step away from things that might be holding you back or stopping you from growing, the universe is going to just take those things away from you, right? So a quantum crumble could feel like you're blowing up your own life, or it could feel like your world is imploding, crumbling, if you will. And this also can all be true on a micro level as well. I actually have this conversation quite frequently being someone who doesn't really drink very much alcohol. So for example, I was having a conversation recently with a friend who was interested in, you know, taking a break from drinking, cutting back on her drinking, and she was really nervous about all of the friendships that she had that were pretty much revolved around alcohol and drinking and going out together. And she was saying, you know, well, what do I do about that? Like, what do I do with those people? And we talked about, like, there's lots of other activities, right? Like, maybe you just try new activities, but also you know, activities that don't involve drinking. But also if that person is not interested or if you're finding that without alcohol, like there's actually not much that the relationship is standing on, it's okay to let that friendship or that relationship go. Um, And that doesn't make you a bad person. Or maybe it's not a person, a friendship, a relationship. Maybe it's a job. Maybe it's a city. This can really apply to anything. But the main theme of this conversation is. That it's okay to change. It's okay to let things go. It's okay that relationships change as we grow. The quantum crumble or letting things fall away or walking away from things that are no longer aligned or no longer serving you is okay. It is so normal for relationships and friendships to ebb and flow. And who knows? That doesn't even mean that that friend is never in your life again. Maybe your friendship just like looks a little bit differently or you take a break from each other and then who knows, something could be more aligned again in the future. But not every friend that you make will be in your life forever and that's okay. Um, Even if you are evolving, going on whatever journey and you might want people to come with you because you value those relationships and there's a lot of memories there, but you can't make people come with you. And sometimes that is hard to accept, but they are on their own path. You are not a bad person for changing or evolving or having different interests. And that person is not a bad person for also not being completely aligned with the direction that you're going or the way in which you are evolving. Everyone is on their own timeline. Everyone is rocking to the beat of their own drum. And all you can really do is stay in your lane. That's not to say that it's not sad or hard to let some of those things go, those relationships go, those people go. And take the time to grieve that, you know, friendship, romantic relationship, whatever it is. I'm not saying like drop these people to the curb, but no relationship is worth compromising your values, your integrity, your growth, evolution, wherever you want to go. And this also is not just limited to people. As we level up, we need to let go of old things to create space for new right? So as we evolve, wake up, grow, whatever you want to say, as we become more ourselves, as we become more aligned with our authenticity, it's very normal to just outgrow our whole surroundings um, for things that used to feel aligned to no longer feel so aligned. And when I shared that post on my stories this week, I got a few questions from people just asking how did I know that I needed to blow up my life? And we, again, I keep referring to this episode from last week, but it was so intuition-based. And I want to bring it back to the quote that Katie said in that intuition is going to ask you to grow and anxiety is going to ask you to shrink. And shrinking might be cozy and growing might be uncomfortable. And as I said before, I really resisted. But the physical healing that I had done for my own body really allowed me to get back online with myself so that I could be more in touch with my intuition. And something that was important for me too was giving myself permission to change. Even so, one example, yes, I think that for me, the breakup was a cornerstone of the blowing up of my life. But even where I was living, even a year prior to the breakup, with where I was living, I was living in the city. I didn't really have access to nature. I didn't even have a deck. Uh, so, if, if I wanted fresh air or to go outside, I had to like put my shoes on, go downstairs, and leave my building. And I always thought that living in the city was like the dream. It was kind of like, at least for me when I was growing up, it was kind of almost a sign of success. Like you, you graduate college and you go live in the city. And I remember growing up in the suburbs, like thinking that the suburbs were so lame. And then when I was living in the city, I found my physical body like craving grass and craving nature. I am a triple earth sign for any of my astrology people out there. Um, And even my living environment was dysregulating for my nervous system. And once you're able to tap into this nervous system work and listen to what your body is telling you with what's fitting and what isn't, I was able to recognize, oh, okay, like this environment living where I'm living right now is not working like I thought that it was working. And even though at one point in my life, I thought that this is what I should want, or this is like the dream. It's okay that that's not true anymore. And if your mind is fogged, if you are worried about your body, if you're worried about what you're eating or obsessing over your health or your body image in any type of way, that's going to disconnect you so strongly from your intuition and what your body is telling you. And also, sometimes just the core of your soul and who you are and what really matters to you. There is a book that I absolutely love. It's linked to my Amazon storefront. It's called journey to the heart. It's like, um, they have a little daily passage, um, for a little meditation. And there was one the other day that I, I highlighted it. I flagged the page. I was like, Oh my God, this is what I've been talking about for so long now. And it said, the better you can hear your body the more clearly you will hear your soul. Let that sink in one more time. The better you can hear your body, the more clearly you will hear your soul. This is where the work with my clients really just strays so far beyond the food that you're putting in your body or what's going on your plate. I care so much more about how you are able to connect with yourself and how aligned you feel with everything in your life than I do about your hormonal acne. Like, I'm sorry. It's not that I don't care about your hormonal acne, but what we're working towards here is so much more than the physical skin that you live in. It's how connected you are to yourself. It's how you feel in your body. Just last week, I had a client and we were like 30 minutes into our session and she just mentions, oh yeah, by the way, I've lost X amount of pounds. And she was like, the thing is though, I don't even really care. I mean, sure. At one point, I mean, I guess it's a good sign that my my metabolism is doing what it's supposed to be doing. But, and at the beginning, you know, however long ago when we started working together, that was maybe my primary goal. But now that I'm here and I've done all this other work, That is truly just a number. Like, it's the number that I thought that I wanted, and it's not really something that I even care to celebrate because it's just, it just doesn't matter that much. It doesn't matter nearly as much as the confidence that she's found in her life, the relationships that have deepened, her relationship with herself, and how that's evolving. All of those things are so much more important than any number on a scale. And it's not that our physical health has nothing to do with our connection with our soul or our most authentic self or whatever you want to call it. But it's really that your physical health is like a little bit of the tip of the iceberg, kind of a gateway to the rest of this work, especially when it comes to like the nervous system regulation component. And this is something that I talk about with clients all the time. But if something is misaligned and you are not able to be fully in a flow, if you're forcing something, your body is going to register that. Get back online with your physical body and that's when things get juicy. An example of a small way to even practice this, maybe you are also noticing that some friendships are lighting you up more than others or some friendships that maybe only revolve around alcohol and maybe you're trying to reduce that in your life. Just paying attention to how you feel in your physical body after you spend time with certain people or after you go to certain places. And our physical bodies can be such a guide even when it comes to getting to the root cause of triggers for binge eating. Bringing somatics into the picture just like takes everything to a whole new level. And this is something that I'm actively incorporating more into my business and my services and the way that I work with clients I'm actually in an integrative somatic trauma therapy certification program right now, which I'm really excited about, but things are changing and I'm still kind of trying to figure out how to wrap all of this up in a bow and communicate it to people like what exactly I'm doing, but updates are coming to my services and just the way that I work with clients. Um, I have lately been calling myself a dietitian with a little bit of fairy dust because again, it's so much more than just food. I recently had a client submit a feedback form after our sessions were wrapped up and she wrote that I am so much more than your quote typical dietitian. And I was so flattered, but at the same time I was like, yeah, I know. (laughs) And I just don't know how to explain that to people. So that's something to kind of look out for. And I'm, again, this feels so aligned. This really lights me up. Um, And I so firmly believe that I became a dietitian in the first place so that I could like be introduced to this type of work and this level of body work. So I feel like it's very aligned for my own path, but also I just have seen such dramatic results with clients who have Let me kind of guide them in expanding our work together in this direction. So that's just a little bit of a hint as to what is coming, but we are going to start to wrap this conversation up. Moral of the story, back to the main point, some things need to fall apart. Or be left behind in order to grow and to step into something even better, something that is even more aligned. Maybe that's a friendship, a romantic relationship, a job, a city. But no matter what's going on, hang on tight. Trust yourself. And I will lend you my mantra that I have been reminding myself of for the last year and a half is it's always this or something better. If there is a change coming you should be so excited because it's going to be an up level. Anytime someone tells me that they went through a breakup, I like my first reaction is I'm so excited for you because I, and even if, if you're the one who got broken up with, or you're the person who did the breaking up, it means that there is something better for you. And that is really awesome. That's something to celebrate. That's something to look forward to. So That's all I have for you today. I would love to hear how you feel about this episode because it was a little bit different, um, but it's something that I really love talking about. So slide into my DMs. Let me know what you think. If you think a friend could use this, feel free to send it over their way. Sharing the show along with leaving a rating or review, if you have not done that yet either, are really the best ways to help support the show. So that would mean the world to me. But thank you again for hanging out. I hope that you are having exactly the day that you need wherever you are. Thanks again for tuning in and I'll see you next time.